Nigel Nigerson, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Please follow them on the social media. Uh, they are now on Twitter at Metal Nerdery. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast. And search for them out in the Googles at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. This is Obvious Osborne. That guy's British. Isn't it obvious? Silence on the set. Tape rolling. Lights, camera, three, two, one, action. Welcome back to the Metal Nerdery. It is Billiam, Matt, and again, our special Metal Nerdery guest host, Eric Mixon. Hello. Thank you, sir, for joining. Hello, Dale. Thank you for the invite. Hey, everybody, this is Archie. Welcome to Sunday. We're recording today. It's about 7.30 in the morning, and I'm fucking pissed. I've had like 18 pints and 28 shots. I feel like a fart from John Bonham's dead asshole. <laughs> anyway, today we're going to be talking about Beneath the Remains, the Sepultura, all right? Listen to them. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, they are. Thanks, Archie. Yes. And I hate to say this, but I really, going back and listening to this to prepare for the show, I really almost could kick my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> for not fucking buying this earlier. Dude, I remember so in high school when it was out, when people were wearing the shirts, and I guess they were coming and hitting like, I guess back then they were probably hitting like the Metroplex and like masquerade. the different that's masquerade great. and yeah. shit. Yeah. But people were talking about it and it kind of became the thing that year. And it was like, what? And I remember seeing the album cover. I thought, that's weird. It's like a skull with roses on it. What the fuck is that? And then I would hear I would hear like clips of it. Friends would have it, and I would hear it in passing. But I would never I would hear things I recognized. And then the other night when I was listening to it, really for the first time through, sorry, Matt deserves an ass thrashing for that. Ouch! But going back and listening to it, I was like, how the fuck did I miss this? This completely fell off my. You know, Napoleon's like, dude, you're a fucking moron. I see. Okay. <laughs> see. <laughs> But I can't believe how awesome it was and that I fucking missed it. But Did you resist it because it was the thing? It wasn't even that. Not even. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was just that people were talking. I think the thing was availability. I thought I got to thinking about it because usually we could find underground shit at the mall, like at Camelot Music or Record yeah. Bar or any of those places. Because you didn't have fucking Amazon. You didn't have the World Wide Web. You couldn't go find this shit. You have magazines tape trading and mailing list if you were a part of it and then you had the record store that was it yep and i don't remember and it might have also been a financial thing because at that point i don't think i was working yet so i don't know if i had money to blow on you know hookers and blow and metal so at that point i was like i had to go with whatever i could find but i don't know if the record shops actually had had it i don't it wasn't that easy to find so that could have been the reason, even though we had friends that were dubbing tapes and stuff like that. But. Uh, I'm not sure who dropped this one on me, but holy yeah, moly, is it yet. one of my... Is it a life changer? It, it's top 10 for me to this day. Is it a sure. Desert Island album? For me, it is, yeah, 100%. Really? And I saw them on this tour it's so good, yeah. and yeah. several other times they came around, and man, what a what a fantastic 
front to back album. Eric, I think you nailed it when you, and Bill, I think you said it too, that this was kind of like their puppets. It is. It's, yeah. It's and, their, I, and I completely, after I went back and listened to the record all the way through, I completely see it because it was like it had even that magical feel to it. Because like Puppets has, there's some albums that just fucking have that feel and like this had that magic. It does. It has clear on. channel guitar breaks in the middle of yeah. songs and things and Arise is good, but Arise is And Justice for All to me. Yeah. Well, see, now I'll get to listen to that in that context because yeah. I would have never thought about that before. But now I can see the Puppets tie in with this because it just, it has that feel to it. Everything about it. Yeah, it's good. April 7th, 1989 was when that was released. And dig this. Recorded December 15th to the 28th, 1988. So 13 days. Wow. And, and those guys didn't really speak English. No, so they, they were recorded Brazil, in English. So. Yeah. And it's heavy accented, you can tell. You can, but that adds to that it does. fucking... Fr- Something about Se- Sepultura really does have that tribal factor. Like, I know... You know, Max is always kind of, as they got on down the road, like with Roots and stuff like that, something about Sepultura, it's got that extra primal, tribal kind of fucking ferociousness to it. It does. Yes. Which just adds to it. And there's there's tribal drums and stuff. Yeah. Too. They, they kind of brought that to the foray, too, and kind of got it out, out front. But yeah, the uh, cover art was done by Michael Whelan, W-H-E-L-A-N. Uh, which is really fucking cool if you look at the cover art. There's, I didn't even notice it. it. It's one of those where you look at it and you start to see things more and more the more you look at it. Like I didn't notice in the bottom right or in the right eyeball socket, there's like a little bitty dark. It's like an eye. You can't see it. There's a little bitty light, like a really dark pupil. Perhaps of Satan. Perhaps. Perhaps. Let's hope. <laughs> Let us Let's hope. hope. Let's hope. <laughs> Let's hope it's Satan. Uh, I think they called it, yeah, he called it Nightmare in Red. Sounds like a cool name for a, for a piece. But it sounded like Max pretty much had it all worked out. Like he was like, nope, I know it's going to kick ass. I just need to get in front of somebody and yeah, boom, there's the rest. Yep. So let, let that let that be fact to everyone listening, children. If you believe in something, you pursue the shit out of it until you make it real. And do that relentlessly. And there are none of Max. There's no original members right now. Uh, I think Andreas Kister's still in there. It seemed like there was. I thought one. the bass player was too. You sure. But yeah, maybe. I think Andreas Kister's still playing guitar because I think he's he's like the primary songwriter. I got you. But I do think they're. I know they got a different singer. I think the drummer's different, and I think the bass player is the same. Yeah, let's check it out real quick. Let's see that uh, that Max and Igor combo was was fantastic to see live. Current Paolo Junior, I thought he was from the beginning. I know Andreas Kister was from the beginning. Oh, Derek, Eighty-four to present. So yeah, yeah, Derek yeah, Green yeah. came in after that. Was after Roots, I think. Wow. <laughs> so Flow chart. Yeah. Okay, so Igor was with him. He he stayed a while. Yeah. He's with him still. Andreas Kister is the. So Andreas Kisser and Paulo Jr. were gotcha. both both constant. Cool. And then Derek came on, yeah, ninety nine, because that was against. I think was the first one that had him on it. But yeah, I, I could, I could, if I could go back in time, if I went back to like you know Turtles or Record Bar or Camelot, and I found Beneath the Remains, I would going back in time now. I'd be yeah. like, I'm fucking buying it. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know why I hesitated. It had to be availability because I was going after. 
it had to be availability because I was trying to find everything I was trying to find. I was like, if I can get it, I'm getting it. If there's one copy, fuck, it's mine. You know, that's what I would, that's what I would do. But I think we should get directly into Beneath the Remains. You might have been overwhelmed too. 89 was a. Oh, yeah, were, so much stuff I mean, coming out. So that that was a good year. Yeah. There was a lot of killer shit coming out. The album's budget was eight grand. Wow. Holy shit. Okay, so in the end, it was almost twice that, but still, 16 grand for an album. Yeah. And of course, now you can go spend, you know, a fraction of that on software and do it at home yourself. Yep. Oh, wow. Scott Burns, who had previously engineered records by Florida Death Metal Acts, Obituary Death, and Morbid Angel, was the chosen producer. Burns agreed to work for a low fee, $2,000, because he was curious about Brazil. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sepultura spent the last half of December 1988 recording the album at Nas Nuevin Studio in Rio de Janeiro from 8 to 5. 8 p.m. to 5 a.m., by the way. Uh, Burns had brought some drum equipment and Mesa Boogie amps to Brazil, a rare item for production standards at the time, which helped to improve the sound quality. And it did, yep. That's straight from the Wikipedia, which, by the way... Mesa Boogie always increases your production quality. (laughs) I'm not just saying that because I'm an owner. I'm saying it because it's fact. (laughs) And I'm also a client. And also a client. (laughs) Hi, do you have excellent crunch? If not, you should be a client. Please buy Mesa Boogie. Excellent crunch. (laughs) Excellent crunch. It's extra crunchy. Extra crunchy. With some extra crispy. It comes to the factory. (laughs) Pre-crunch. Pre-crunched. It's like buying a car that's been pre-crunched. No, this is wrecked last week. It's freshly wrecked. Freshly wrecked. <laughs> it sounds like somebody I used to date. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's get into it. Beneath the remains. It's a nice, clean intro thing, which is standard for your late '80s thrash. A little Gregorian chant in there. Yeah, adds to the creepiness. It's like I've listened to it several times since I recently got it. Every time, it's like it sounds better and better. And it never gets old. The drums on this album are really good, too. The mix was killer, yeah. Get you in that mood. It's fast as fuck. Smile on your face. Everything, everything so real. Who, who, who has won? 
Yes. That's what I like about the temperature of that yeah. driving fucking that groove. Mm. Yeah. That. thing blew me away too because it was like I remember how fast like the other stuff we'd heard at the time like Puppets and Slayer and then I heard this I was like god damn yeah because yeah. it was almost like they would even play faster like back then it was like it wasn't about heavy so much it was about who can play faster who can play the fastest but then it's like if you could do faster and you could do groove and you could do heavy and all that I mean yeah. that that's kind of where they sort of took it yeah to me this up. is the definition of thrash metal yeah you know, not yeah. death metal, not right. speed metal. It's like a pure definition. Metal, I would agree. Yeah. I would totally agree. Because to me, this kind of had all the ingredients that all the good thrash did yep. throughout the 80s and even into the 90s. Yep, for yeah. sure. Like if you were to say, like, you know, give me the perfect example, boom, here's your perfect example. Yep. Yeah. That's what I, this, this is kind of what I was trying to say, you know, when Russ was here and we, we were talking about that, this difference between the speed metal and the thrash metal right speed to me is is obviously it's fast but it, it overall it's a little cleaner yeah i can see that and it's not as it's gritty chunky right Man, this this is chunky yeah it's there's a specific sound to it yeah in the in the singing and the guitars that it's just it's dirtier yeah, you know? yeah. and thrash also has that angst too yeah. yeah, a little bit, but but there is definitely the speed and the groove. It's not yeah. just all speed. It's definitely right. some, the heaviness too. But they fucking nailed it. Like the early forbidden to me is more speed metal. Yeah, that's kind of what I think about. Is is so? The do you think? Do you think twisted so into clean and so? Do you think twisted into form is more thrash than than forbidden evil? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So yeah, you I think do. forbidden evil is more speed metal versus thrash? I do, but really. God damn, I love that album. <laughs> yeah. I can't I get enough too, of that one. That's, in my, that's in my top ten. Too. But to me, yeah, I, I still think of it as thrash just because it's forbidden, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can see that. I see both ways, but I mean, yeah. it's like both. both. I just, I still fucking see it as thrash. That's fine. What was that video that Forbidden was on? That That's how I was introduced to them. Was it was uh, them the, and death and... The decline? They weren't part of that decline of the Western civilization. No, it wasn't that. No, there was, wasn't there that. was two videos. There was... One part video was Slayer. Oh, was it Murder in the Front Row? No. No, that just came No, the first one was, was super old, even back then. It was Slayer, Venom, and somebody else. And that second video was Forbidden, Death. Oh, 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 oh. 
You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, 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 yes. The production yes. on the second one was way better than the first one. We were talking about this before with the compilations. Yeah. It was the one that I think... Faith, Revenge? It might have been. I think Faith or Fear uh, was part of it. I remember that was one of the yeah, names that yeah, came they were up. One of, yeah, what was that called? There was a series. Let's look it up. We looked at it. I remember, I remember that. Uh, the first one was Slayer... Venom Exodus and it was early Exodus, right? Yeah, it like Bonded by Blood. Bonded by Blood. Yeah. Was it? yeah. Or was it? It wasn't the. Uh, it wasn't the Metal Master. The Ultimate stuff. Revenge. Ultimate that's Revenge. It. That's, that's it. Right. That's revenge. It. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Now I remember. Yeah. Glorious. I remember we talked about yes. that at one point. Yes, the I, Ultimate Revenge. Yeah. Comeback. Is Slayer comeback Venom records. Exodus. That's right. Yep. I've got the that tape one. somewhere. And the first one is really not real great quality. That second one. Is really good quality. Um, I played pull the plug for my ninth grade uh, English class. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much uh, got an A. Uh, pretty much sealed my fate of I'm <laughs> not getting women the rest of high school. <laughs> yeah, but you were being your genuine self, Eric. Oh, that's for sure. And that makes more of a difference. No, it doesn't. <laughs> women don't give a shit about that <laughs> fuck genuinosity is that a word genuinosity it's a fucking word now I just spoke it into existence yeah that that second one has some good forbidden on it I think it's forbidden evil was the tour they were doing it's really good yeah because I think that was kind of right at the right at the end of the 80s thrash kind of had like this sort of they because like dark angels started coming in and you started seeing like this darker heavier music yeah. coming like dark even angel, darker dark than, angel was on there too I but thought. even like darker than stuff like on headbangers ball that was when you started seeing that was more the mainstream and then it started moving into the darker darker heavier stuff and then they threw raven on the end of that as the headliner which is a weird which is a strange raven used to always get you know the kudos and commitments back in the day i think in the community but then they kind of it's almost like once metallica kind of took off raven just sort of Dropped off the radar a little bit. The Ultimate Revenge 2. That's what I'm trying Electric to Boogaloo. Try that. Try just it. Two. There it is. Oops. There it is. Ultimate Revenge yeah, Dark Angel. 2. Yeah. Yeah. Forbidden Through Eyes of Glass. Yeah. I think Forbidden did Chalice O. Yeah. I have this tape over there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's great, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so it was like a sampler. Yeah, yeah. So it had it Forbidden, it had Faith or Fear, it had Death, and yeah. it had Dark Angel, and then Raven. Hmm. I'm, I'm sensing... Uh, I think... Uh, wasn't this the only two? Thrash and Speed Metal. So. Oh. Okay, they put them together. Both kinds. <laughs> both. When in doubt, it's both. Anyway, side note. Side notes are good. They are tangentially related here, so... We need to have those. The next track is Inner Self. We had a video for this, too. Which is badass. Rips. Yeah, now that you mention that, I asked Alexa to play it. And then at the end, I'm, I was hearing this other stuff, and then, yeah, it was just the just the drum, yeah. or just huh. the guitars on some of the stuff. Like, what is this? Go. 
always had those cool driving riffs like that. Me like Sacred Ride. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Galloping. Yeah. You can totally hear Phil singing over there. Like you said, not a not a bad one. No, 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 no listen, not at all. And stronger than hate. Stronger than hate. Stronger. Than hate. Slayer vibe to it. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And to me, it's a little, it's like Slayer and Death. Yeah, I came together. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's kind of a good blending. I can kind of, I can hear it. Like a more melodic Slayer. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Or like the Prog Slayer kind of turn up Not tomorrow is my own question My streets of faith leads my way Look at me, my 
good. It's like, can oh, you yeah. play slower? No, so only faster. Yes. <laughs> it's like Ozzy's like, faster! His drums. Dude, they're, the fact that they can just turn it on and off like on a dime like that, it's like the speed. Like, I was still blown away by the speed and then how they would just drop from like hauling ass to... It's like going through a speed trap. It's like, oh, 65. Oh, no, no, it's 25. <laughs> and then they come back, you know, but every time. No, he, he is so good, man. On that tour, I snuck up next to the stage just within 10 feet of the drum riser, man. Just watch that guy. Oh, with really? My mouth open. It was, it was incredible. I bet man. that was insane. Incredible. Watch. And the, and the old masquerade, you could get close, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, every oh, time yeah. you go take a piss, you walk right that's, by backstage. That's, that's, you can see yeah, it. Man, that's it. Every time you go to Frost. That's right. You can see the side stage. And now we all know about this mass hypnosis. Yeah, we do. Very uh, current affair. Yes. <laughs> I do remember that little lick before. Because I remember hearing this tune, and I was—I don't remember where I heard it, but I remember that little harmonic thing. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. I guess in Brazil, obviously, Portuguese is probably their first language. Oh, for I mean, sure. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, every, everybody else in the world speaks English yeah. in multiple languages, except us here. We're a bunch of ignorant cunts, aren't we? <laughs> we only speak American because we're too close-minded. We're lazy. But yeah, I mean, well, you know, English is the language of rock and roll, I guess, but that's pretty badass, though. I mean, they still got their message across. Oh, for sure. And their message was one of badassery that's right sarcastic existence i think this will be my personal mantra <laughs> i'm gonna get, if i ever get a tattoo that's what i'll fucking get tattooed and i'll probably have it misspelled on purpose <laughs> just so somebody can hey man did you know your tattoo spelled wrong yeah it did it's a dedication oh, to you i'm kidding i wouldn't get it spelled wrong does he have like tattoo spell check no Welcome to Drum Radio, WDRM, <laughs> with the Sepultura, Sarcastic Existence.
ready to go fast? Okay, ready? Go. go. You can sum this whole album up with go. Yeah, exactly. They slide into it. Everything's swamped and hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's my ass. Sounds See. like Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cod piece makes me alive. <laughs> Hashtag lost. <laughs> Definitely hear the death element. Yeah. That's death. Those riffs, yeah. I like that little off turn thing. That's a killer solo, too. It's funny, it's like now this is kind of inspiring me to want to go back and listen to some of the other death stuff, especially when they started getting more progressive he sounding. Can't go wrong with them either. I know. I have a feeling that Metal Nerdery will definitely be doing some some death stuff soon. Yeah, I yeah. need to, man. Chuck, Chuck was a... Well, Chuck is kind of a yeah. important a, yeah. figure. I've been watching that. That doc on Prime, have you seen it? Uh-uh. Well, oh, Murder in the, fir- Mur the Front a, Row? No. No. Oh. There's a What's Death. It oh, a Death one. Yeah. Death. So it's called Death. Death something. Yeah. Is it spelled capital death? Lowercase <laughs> death? There's a, like there's quite a few docs on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, I need to check yeah, that out because I do. have it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It's oh, really good. I'll have to go check that out myself. I'm looking for some new stuff to watch. Yeah, I think I... I I remember Russ mentioning a rigor mortis one as well. Yeah, I need to. I need to see that one. one. Yeah, I know you like the rigor. Love the rigor. Yes. And so now we move on to the next track, which is "It's Slaves of Pain." (laughs) It's what my asshole is after I have too many jalapenos. Boy.
excited. Exodus feel to them, don't they? They sound much better on headphones. Yeah. The way some of that sounded almost had like an old Exodus kind of vibe with the solos. falls into that technical thrash category because there were so many movement changes in oh, their yeah, songs. Yeah. And even the way they would weave in and out of, you know, one groove to like something, you know, thrashy and fast again and then back to slow. I mean they were bebopping and scatting all over the place, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> it's glorious. Quite glorious. Yeah, I'm glad we decided to do this one because it gave me a good reason to Get back into the sepultura. And then after Slaves of Pain, we have Lobotomy, which I had before breakfast.
You know, it's funny because, like, listening to it the other day, it, it was more in my brain, just kind of like your straight-ahead thrash style, but then as we're listening to it today, it's like I'm registering more of the changes and I can hear kind of almost the progressiveness of, like, all the extra riffs and different things they're doing. Yep. There's a lot going on. For sure. Yeah. It's definitely busy. Complicated as shit. Mm. Might even call it Intelligence Metal. Intelligent Metal. There we go. <laughs> Next, we get into what's a perfect song for my stomach state of mind. Hungry. Hungry on fella. WLNCH Lunch Radio. Here you go. Skinny corpses? Rotting. Creatures fucked by a greedy past. has that kind of damage ink mix to it sort of yeah. like the openness of it and the bigness of it 
dig this, man. That's how you like it, right? Yo, man. Hey, turn on that EQ, buddy. Put it on the bigness setting. I know y'all call it loudness. I got it called bigness. Roudness. Roudness. <laughs> Can you <laughs> cross <laughs> Roudness. Uh, happy birthday. Okay. <laughs> That's right. We love you, Linda. We do. <laughs> and for our last song, it's not the last, last song. I think it's the last official song, and there was a little bonus song at the end. Yeah, I don't have the bonuses. I just have... I think I referenced the bonus in the notes, but that'll be a bonus bonus for someone that didn't get the bonus. They didn't get to hear the bonus. That's a lot of bonus. A lot of bonus. Bone us. <laughs> now we're moving bone into... Bone <laughs> <laughs> So fix your favorite relaxer. 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 You know, if you got to clean out. Anyway, so Primitive Future is the last song. Grab your anal beads and come on. <laughs> <laughs> that song it was almost like they packed in everything it was like all right because like that earlier part where it's just 
straight out riff speed. Like it's that. a masterpiece, man. The one yeah. before this is a little bit. I got raw. that one on cassette. Yeah, yeah. It's a little one. raw and arises is good, but this right here, man, it's just a, a moment in time. This has the yeah. essence of Sepultura. Yeah. Like I mean that even that la the the vibe of that last song even had kind of that damage ink yeah vibe absolutely to it. yeah but, I don't always attach the two I don't know why I can see it I mean I I totally see it because it just has that some albums just have that fucking magic man and yeah. there's not many but the ones that do you know they do because yeah. it's like you listen to it and it's like yep I see it there it is or well that's only if you have acid I hear it for normal people right. they've got listening to their earbuds and such but that was our album dive for the sepultura beneath the remains look at the charts on the damn that's that's so odd the, the uk indie chart their peak position was number nine the uh and this was in 1989 by the way and then in 2020 the croatian foreign albums i guess it's tots t-o-t-s don't deny the power of tots Peak position was number three. The, Got any more tots? <laughs> the German albums <laughs> off the top 100. Uh, peak position was 96, so it still cracked the top 100. That's cool. And then the Hungarian albums, uh, Mahaz, M-A-H-A-S-Z, the peak position was 22. And that's in 2020? It's just a shame that the U.S. and, and of course, Brazil isn't in there. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, I'm going to say that's, uh, give me, that's bullshit for 200, Alex. Okay. <laughs> Huge bullshit. Yeah. That's major bullshit. But you know what? Hopefully, you guys are continuing to spread the word about metal and about all the beautiful, glorious things that metal can bring and how it can make your life better and also how metal nerdery can make your life better. Right. We're all on board with that, right? No, I'm, shut I'm up, on man. board. No, yes. Don't talk about it. No, don't say it. Keep saying it. Don't say it. Anyway, BTR, Beneath the Remains, our album dive. Get it. Listen we, to it. We thank yeah. you for joining us. Go buy it. it. Go download it. Go purchase it. If you have to, go steal it, but don't steal it. If you steal it, send these guys some money. But definitely get it and definitely enjoy it. Yes. We thank you for joining us. Thanks again, Mr. Mixon. Yes, sir. You're welcome, and thank you, guys. Thank you for the rectal COVID exam. It was surprisingly gentle. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> by the way, it's negative, in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> Is negative good? Uh, yeah, the swab was kind of larger than I thought it would be, no. but uh, it, yeah, it was gentle. Yeah. Okay, sometimes negative's not good. Uh, no, for, for the COVID, I think it's, it's good. Um, <sighs> now I'm wearing a face mask on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of, it kind of looks like a thong, really, but I mean, it's just, it's a face mask. Yeah, it's a backwards thong. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, COVID can get in your, you know, asshole. Oh, I'm aware. I'm apparently, aware. Apparently, apparently it happens. That is a mucous membrane, or it could be, mm. depending on who you are. Anyway, uh, stay safe out there. Don't really. Live dangerously. Live dangerously and stay safe. And continue to spread the global wordery about the metal nerdery. We thank you all for your listenership. And we all collectively give you all kudos, commitments, and condiments. Thank you for joining. Continue to nerd out as you were. Later. Thanks, guys. Hey, this is Nigel Nigerson, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. 
please follow them on the social media. Uh, they are now on Twitter at Metal Nerdery. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast. And search for them out in the Googles at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. This is obvious Osborne. That guy's British. Isn't it obvious? <laughs>